From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Welcome back, hour number three. Wow. Two in the books already at all Lake Pan. Pan wow. Vista Lodge here. Bill George is with us. Yeah. Carlos is with us. The Cuban Rednecks here. Britain's with us in spirit. I think he's eating breakfast. Oh, we got George. And we George got George Schneider showed here. up. Double G is with G- us. George George has been cooking and cooking. Man, I'll tell you what, this is an operation right here. We're about to get ready on uh, cooking the sausages for lunch. Starting already. Got to start. Well, get them in, cook get them in the oven and keep them warm. There's you a can't couple hundred people here, yeah. man. So, there's, there's a lot of people. But there's a ton. I know before Glenn jumped back in there, we had talked, uh, met with uh, Bill Glisson and Dylan over there at G5, and we, we have come on a date of July 18th for an alligator seminar. And it's going okay. to be awesome. Um, We're we, looking forward to that we, one. We have some stuff planned in addition to uh, – Trying to go through the some alligator hunting techniques and this and that. One of the things we're going to look to do is actually show them. Uh, we're going to do a little alligator skinning on video, and then turn around and show that, and show how to take the meat off of the carcass. Maybe good for you to learn that. You know, since, since I, actually that would be a good thing know. to learn. Um, but then, then the day of the event, we're going to have all that meat that was sitting in a cooler. We're going to pull it out and show people how to turn around and cut that meat up and prep it for putting it in the freezer and or cooking it, defatting it and doing some of that Are stuff. we going to cook some of it there? And we're going to see about cooking some nice, right then and there. Nice. There we like, go. Hey, last year's event was a hit, and there was a lot of people, so I expect even more people well, to be there this last, year. Last year I wasn't sure what, what it was going to be, and, you know, we turned around and – there was a few people there, but within like five to ten minutes of the start time, yep. they just all piled in there. And we yep. had we had like 50-some 50, 50 people, I think. Yeah, I took some good pictures of how it, many people there. I was, had to get a you know wide frame to get all the people in it. But uh, So we're, we are looking to turn around and do that again July 18th. This year, FWC is not turning around and going to be doing any in-person alligator seminars. Mm. So this will be, you know, one of the, I don't the know, anybody, I don't know if anybody right. else offering one right now. So we're going to turn around and see what, see what it is. You know, we may have to do another one. Yeah, gonna, it's, it's one of those things too. If you don't know how to do something, you know, by you coming out there and showing somebody as hands on and you can actually get involved and, and, see what you need to do sure that's a way that's that's the best way to learn yeah and we just we just finalized the date and so i'm out there trying to make sure you know me with rules and regulations oh yeah <laughs> uh, trying to make sure that i have my all all my eyes dotted and t's crossed you know because we're going to be dealing with alligator meat and and you know we we it will be a legally harvested alligator and everything else. It won't have been seasoned yet, so I will work through one of the other programs in order to get it. But we're going to have that alligator out there do that, and and boom. 
Bring the dipping sauce. That's, <laughs> all, that's all you got to do is listen, bring the dipping sauce. Listen, I was in G5 the other day wait, waiting to meet with them, and would you believe it? They actually have guava jelly in there. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm surprised. Every time I go in there, you think, you think you've been in that store enough, and then you look in a different section, and there's something you just didn't expect in there. You well, know? hey, they're always adding stuff to that store, you know? Yes. You know, it's just, hey, you just whatever people want, they'll bring it in, you know? So. If, if you ask for it, they'll bring it in for you. You know, so. if you need a gun, they'll order it for you. But So, uh, you know. Yeah, I turn around. Um, speaking, speaking of, uh, like, FWC hunts, I don't know. I spoke last week about the deadline for quota hunts being on the 15th. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I warned everybody that they needed to put in, and guess what I didn't do? I called him, so didn't I know. He forgot. I failed. He forgot. Bill. He remembered I, I on have, Monday. What happened? I have no lease this year, and now I didn't put in for the public hunts. And so. And the. And the the ironic part about it is I remembered <laughs> it didn't. because it came up on my Facebook feed from a previous year. Like a memory come I, up? Yeah, yeah. And I said, <laughs> oh, man, it's this weekend. So I put in on a Saturday, and then I, I, I put in for my son on a Sunday. He's got a lifetime license. So at least Bill and George have a place to go now because if, if they <laughs> George could come, put in. They could come as my guest or something. Oh, there you go. George so put in. George well, put in for well, special that's all right, man. We cover each other. Now you could come in as a guest with George and me and, 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 <laughs> and Eric, you know? So I, I may be video man, you know? It just It all works. It, it works, works out in the end. So I but, still can't believe you forgot of all people. Well, you he gotta gets, understand. He gets complicated. Yeah, no, no, no. You have. I have a system, okay? And people sit there and laugh about having a system and doing different things, but I have a system and it requires special timing and everything. And I, I just, I just didn't do it. People think it's crazy, but guess who? We have out of four of us in the household that put in for alligator permits. We got three. Most other people, whole households, oh, whole friend groups, look zero, up, zero, another, zero. Another, another pontoon show, is showing up. Look at that. A little, <laughs> at little sweet water. Yeah, look at that. You fit 15 people on that. You clean the lake out with that one. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to cut some weeds with that thing, you know. But, yeah, you know, I mean, Bill forgot, but you're covered, man. You're covered, you know. I just can't believe it, well, you know. I have a system, too. I always wait for the last weekend you know that's usually what i do um but this year man for some reason the gator thing didn't work out for me it's first time in seven years i didn't draw a tag so you know my wife marisol was pretty upset because she wanted to go she she missed last year but you know you just, i even put in for tags this year and uh, i didn't get any uh, look at that man that's you know it's it's weird maybe a lot of people put in i don't know no there was uh i haven't actually looked at the numbers yet but I was hurt. I was told it was extremely high. And I was thinking and I was thinking it would be the opposite because of the COVID and all that stuff and people maybe not mm-hmm. having the funds, not the extra yeah. funds to do that. I thought it would be less and it would be easier. It was the opposite of that, you know, that that you know. All that stimulus money, man. They're going to use it for gator <laughs> tags. So Who are you kidding? I don't know. You know, I'm in a Walmart all the time, you know, for work and stuff. And uh, I, I saw a lot of big screen TVs going out. <laughs> the stimulus money came up. <laughs> well, I, I know they turned around. Uh, there was a number of people that chose to go to G5. And 
and get new ATVs and side by sides and that. They put and a little down payment, you know. Put put get that down hey, payment I in just, there. I just saw Glenn's Arctic Cat go by right now. Yeah. His daughter was driving it, you know. So, so I, I don't I don't know. Maybe did he just get that or he got it last? I don't year? know. I don't know who who got what. Oh, okay. So, well, I don't know. Where's Braden, man? I think he's shaking hands and kissing babies right now. But he's run, he's running around here somewhere. So. So, uh, Vince, we didn't get you out. I know last weekend we had talked about getting you out. Doing some um, hog hunting. And getting some hog hunting. And then you're, you had some uh, buddy you were helping with some car issues. And- yeah, man. It was, uh, it was a busy, busy Saturday after I got off the show. Yeah. It didn't stop until 1 o'clock in the morning. So did you make it out to the uh, brewery? I did make it to the brewery. I got there about 7.30-ish, got out there. Met with Brett, hung out for a little while, got to see the band that they had playing. It was a really cool place. I mean, you're talking about like another old school Florida place. Yeah. It's set up kind of just like that. You know, you have that old school fishing feel to it. They've got vibe. beer cans everywhere on the walls. It's pretty cool, yeah. And then after I left the brewery, I actually went down to uh, Clearwater Beach. I met a, a guy named Don. He's another were, shark fisherman. Were you able to walk out of the brewery? Or yeah, I only had him? one beer. Just oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was, dude, just I was checking. around all day. Just checking. He only had one. He had to pay for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. True. If it would have been free, he would have got a second one. <laughs> oh, there's the music. Yeah, there it there's is. The it's music. time for a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, sponsored by G5 and Brandon Ford. Go out there and get yourself some fishing poles, a little boat, and go see Brooksy Hall and a little boat, a boat, a truck to tow the boat. Yep. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Big and Wild Outdoors. You got me, Vince, and Carlos holding down the fort. Yeah, Everybody's man. out doing something, man. What's yeah. going on? They love, they love the two non-radio guys right? that just co-host right? to uh, just, bring, it, bring in the show. But, I, you know, we've done it for a while, but Braden Gunn is the, the headliner. He so, is. He is the know. man with the plane running around here doing something. But he deserves a break every now and then, too. Yeah, I think we're doing all right. We're handling it. We got so. our, we're taking care of business over here. I guess so. And, and if we're not, we won't know about it. <laughs> well, I'm so. sure we'll know about it at some point. Yeah, <laughs> You'll listen back to that podcast. <laughs> yeah, to the podcast. You can always go back to the Big and Wild Outdoors or BigandWild.com. You can always go back and listen to the show anytime. Check them out. You know, they get loaded up pretty, pretty frequently. So you can uh, definitely go back and listen to the show. And Glenn's over there cooking, man. I can already smell it. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on yeah. here. Yeah. There's still some people around, most mostly all the people from the event that help all the volunteers. Yeah, uh, Jim here is running around. Glenn's running around like the mayor. I mean, I tell you what, it's it's a production. If you haven't been down here and you've seen what's going on, it is a major production. There's a lot of moving wheels to make this happen. Yep. Let me tell you, I just went over there, and um, they have the one-and-done feeder over there, right? Right. So, some of the pellets are on the platform where they have it. So I kicked some into the water, and I saw a pile of big ones come out oh from under Lord. the feeder. Right here at the dock. Yeah, especially one that stood out out of all of them. It had to have been 
easily over a pound. Woo! Came out and swallowed a couple of those pellets, and he, that, you know. That's why there's no fishing right now at the dock. Yeah, because you could just you can just get a limit right there and weigh in probably in place. Yeah. <laughs> Walk from here to here. There you go. And now I wish I bought like a little BS pole so I could just mess around while we wait. You know. I thought about bringing one, but I was I was too busy running out of the house. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Do you even own a fishing pole? Or are you just like always si- on somebody else's I own like road? six or seven fishing poles. That's it? Dude, That's I it. I got like 50. Yeah. I don't have a garage, garage anymore. Garage. I live in a condo, so I don't have a lot of space. Oh, oh gotcha. I got I to gotta, I gotta keep my stuff limited because I just. You got to be selective. Exactly. Now, now, I got a question. A man as OCD as you, do you have them organized by weight and length or by vendors? You know, name, how, how do you organize your fishing rod? Uh, that'll be a negative, Ghost Rider. Uh, They're in a I, barrel I, I in the actually, garage. I actually have um, an actual fishing rod stand that I got off Mark that time that we did yes. the event over there in Tampa, right, um, that they were going to get rid of. Uh, I forgot what brand, what, what company it was, but I've got so many rods I got nowhere. I got little stacks here and there. I just got them all jumped up. So, you would, you so would not what believe you s- it's my stuff if you so, saw that. So, so what you're saying is you have enough to donate one to every every kid come next year. Well, maybe half, but some. That's are, a lot of poles, dude. Some, some are, <laughs> you know, some are flipping sticks. Some are you know, um, you know, regular uh, casting rods. Some are salt water. I got surf rods. I got you know, for many years, I think for eight years, I did fishing tournaments, bass tournaments. So. I, I've got a good amount of stuff, but then again, the line that's on most of that stuff is probably five, six years old. I haven't changed the line in a while. <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to throw that line out. It's going to snap. You better uh, start redoing your lines yeah, there, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. I used to get all into that, but I've been I've been hunting a little bit more than fishing, you know? So Anything yeah. good? That's Bill's fault. Yeah, well... You know, I've I've been thinking about that too, and I haven't been doing very much fishing. We need to go. That's and, what we're planning. I I really, when I saw Buddy post that picture of all those delicious looking shrimp up there the other day, how uh, many shrimp he's got, and I, I I really want to take a trip back and target shrimp one night. Well, let's do it. We talked about that last week on the show. Yeah, yeah. let's do it, man. I've been I've been you putting some me. feelers out. I got a couple of guys that are telling me you know good spots to go. Dude, I don't care. You know me, man. It could be it could be frogs. <laughs> we go kick some frogs, <laughs> you know. We go. Well, I was thinking of hey, well, let's go out, take the boat out, you know, scan for some gators and do a little fishing at the same time. That would yeah. be a bad idea over there at Hancock or one of these other places. Well, one of my spots that I have that I go to on a regular basis, they were having some issues there, and we're trying to get FWC out there to uh, get the gators. There's a uh, one about ten. And one about 12 that was causing issues. And I'm like, well, I can't. they want me to come out there and get them. And it's like, I can't do that. Legally, I can't do that. And it's like you got to go through the official FWC nuisance hotline and, and do it. Now, is this got, on Hancock? I thought you got no. your gator uh, nuisance thing. No, no, I'm not, on, I'm not in the nuisance. And even if you were a nuisance trapper, you can't just go out there and decide, hey, I want to go get that alligator because somebody told you it was a nuisance, it has to be called through the FWC Nuisance Alligator Hotline. Uh-huh. Then once it, once it gets called to there, some some counties are in a rotation, so you may not even get that 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 call. It may go to another yeah, trapper. They got to go by the list. 
So it could be Travis from Twisted Limbs. Actually, yeah. Tra- Travis is no longer doing it. He's he's retired from that oh, part of it. Is that because of the incident with his finger? And all that? No, that has nothing to do with oh, it. That's yeah. that's something that that's a conversation we'll have off the air. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's he was just getting one really the main reason he was too busy with his charters. I mean, that man was doing you know boat fishing trips every day. No, I know. So, I mean, I, I have, did, I did, we did that event, remember? Yeah. The did you guys ever go back out with him? Didn't you win a trip with him or something? No, no. No, I won a trip with uh, with um, the other guy. The Midnight uh, Express? No, not Midnight Express. It wasn't. The hunting it was, one. It was, uh, it was a hunt um, with that foundation that Eric Eric won the tournament. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But then he also got one with um, one of the captains on um, – you know, that gave him a free fishing choice. Nice. But we never went out with him. Now you didn't get a chance yeah, to go? we didn't get a chance to go out. He said he'd still honor it, but, you know, it's just been a, a weird time. I don't want to take any, you know, call him up and say, hey, you want to go out? You know what I mean? And and he's got clients. I'd rather him get some money. I'll know? tell you right now, the charter business is off the hook. I mean, we went out yesterday, and there was so many boats out yesterday. But are they charters, or are they just people? A lot of them were charter captains right that I saw that were out. Yeah, okay. I saw Captain Jim. We passed him like three or four times, you know. And you know, a lot of different the captains were out there. It was it's tarpon season. Sure. Yeah, you know, so everybody's out there. Yesterday, the crab flush was around three o'clock, so we were trying to get you know work the tide, work the now, flush. You, you, now you keep talking about this crab flush, and most people don't know what a crab flush is. The only <laughs> flush they know is the little <laughs> the toilet on the back <laughs> of the toilet. It's when the tides change and the crabs come up from the sand. And they're they're you know they're going with the tides, okay. And they're up on the top of the surface, so you can scoop them. And of course, when the t- crabs come up off the bottom, tarpons tear them up, especially during tarpon season. Sure. So right now you, know, you got those crabs running around. So now we gotta go scoop crabs because it's it's candy for the fish. So you're taking food away from the fish? Well, no, we're putting it back. We're just on a hook, <laughs> <laughs> so we can get the fish <laughs> that yeah, you can't keep. That you can't keep, which <laughs> doesn't make sense, but it's okay. And who wants to eat a tarpon anyways? I'm not going to eat a tarpon. Well, Braden had met somebody who thought they were pretty tasty, believe I, it or I not. Hear, I hear they, that they eat them in Cuba. So, them. I don't know. Same that's thing, an awful lot thing, of meat. Same thing with barracuda. It, but you There know. was a day and age where people said snook didn't taste any good. They were crazy. They were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Put a so snook I'm on a grill. I'm just saying, you know. I, I can't attest how it tastes. I don't know. I've never tried a tarpon, but I you're not allowed. So. I, I just want to catch one tarpon at least one time. That's on my bucket list. Now I did. I I have hooked two, and I just wasn't able to bring them in. You know, one was off the Gandhi old Gandhi Bridge. That's okay. That's which, where we had one. Which let me tell you, you know, I, I wasn't fishing for that. I just happened to see some silver flashes in the water, so I threw on a Magnum Rapala. You know, you got him on that. And I and I hooked nice. him on that, and everybody cleared the bridge for me. Some guy was helping me clear the bridge, and I fought it for about. Maybe a minute, and then it broke me off. I was like, "All right, that's ten bucks." See ya. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, it's they're fun to catch. The biggest tarpon I've ever I ever had was like a five foot tarpon. But I hear those yeah. are, f- are, are fun. You know, uh, even the small well, ones the are juveniles, fun to catch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah those are called ladyfish. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Those are called the poor man tarpon. Like, like that's in, what the ladyfish like is. In, like in the canals, you know, that's where yeah. they usually the, the the nursery for the little baby tarpon are there. Two yeah, feet, I mean, a the, footer, two footer. The juvies can fight. I mean, they, and the juvies they like a lot to of jump. Jumping, yes. Yeah. So you get a little three to four foot, you know, tarpon. You're just it's like the aerial show, <laughs> out of the water. I'll be happy, out of the water. I'll be happy with that. So yeah, me too. I mean, I I want to get a big boy though. I want to get like a hundred pound plus. Well, that's the that's the that's the tarpon I well, want. Well, save up your money, go with Dave Marquette or somebody like that, and 
go down to Boca Grande and let them put you on a on a tarpon. Hey, but they're all around the Skyway. Dude, I've I seen them. Yeah, seen why go many. to Boca Grande? There's so many right here in Tampa Bay. Uh, how many have you caught here in Tampa Bay? Of recent? Yeah, I haven't. Okay. But I, <laughs> That's I, I, why I can, you go down to Boca well, Grande. Yeah, but Marquette. then you go down to Boca Grande, then you're playing the fishing rodeo with all the other ten thousand boats. Then if you happen to catch a tarpon, you're going to pull half of a tarpon up because of all the bull sharks down there. Listen. So what's the point? Listen. Hey, can you take a picture with half of one? Is it yeah. allowed to pull well, yeah, that you out can, of the water? But, but, <laughs> but you got to throw it back in. Yeah, all right, yeah. we got to take a quick break. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors, sponsored by G5 and Brandon Ford. We're going to go try to wrangle up Braden. I think he's still done. I hope he's done shaking hands and kissing babies. Oh, he's right here. Oh, well, let's get him back on the air. Yeah, to finish out the show. Yes, sir. We'll be right back. This is Big and Wild. Welcome back to the Big and Wild. We're trying to wrangle Braden. He's over there talking to everybody. Sponsored by G5 and Brandon Ford. Got to go out there and see Brooksy. Get yourself a new truck so you can drive it over to G5 and buy yourself some boat and some fishing equipment and get out to Lake Pan. We're here at the Pana Vista Lodge for the 7th Annual Pan Fish Challenge. Yeah, we got Bill George, the Gator Man. We got uh, Vince Noble. Living and the, water the Cuban life. redneck Carlos Lopez, yes, and we got Braden Gunn, but he's uh, he's on a strike right now. <laughs> he's protesting. Yeah, he's protesting. <laughs> he's protesting us because we got him. We got him mad. So, you know, he he's uh, he's making us do the show by ourselves. <laughs> but a protest of one. <laughs> yeah, hey, he'll get a couple of people to follow him, man. Braden life now. He's the best talker I know, man. Absolutely right. You know? Be money. Like, get over here and get on the mic. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Come man. on. Your fans are waiting. They're waiting for you. They've called. They said, where's Braden Gunn? Yeah. These we guys got, are floundering around. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're flopping. Your headphones are right there. No. Oh, oh, sorry. No, your special you ones go. are right there. The gold ones. The golden headphones. The golden headphones. Yeah. Welcome back, Yeah, Braden. he's back. How was breakfast? Did you take a nap? Wait, hang on. Let me do it like you guys do it. Hang on People are used to that. <laughs> what? Are we on here? Are we live? Are we live? Wait, hang on a second. Can you hear? Oh, Can you we weren't that bad. Come on now. Can you hear we talking? Hey. Double G, were we that bad? I saw Toby mess up a little bit. Sorry. Can you hear me on the mic? I'm, I'm here. Ah, look, Double G said it. Toby messed up a little bit. Can, can I hear? Can you hear me okay? Hi, Braden. Welcome back. We missed you. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. It's all good. Braden Vince is sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I did, man. I mean, God, you guys bust my chops all the time. I do it one time and I get punished. The only yeah, person man. who actually oh, called me and begged sugar. me to walk back over to the table because I was enjoying my popsicle was Diego. <laughs> Diego literally we was sitting back in the studio, God bless him, back at the radio station going, for the love of God, what have you done? Get back over to the table. <laughs> man, we were 
They're destroying this, please. It wasn't that bad. Come on, man. Please. Listen. I said, Diego, are you going to still come out? Are you going to come out after the show? He's like, no. I don't want to be anywhere near those people. I thought I thought maybe he got locked in a porta pot or something. Who, me? Yeah. No, I went over because I knew popsicles were frozen. and It's hot as balls out here, so I wanted to get over there and get one. It is yeah, a little nice. warm, man. This clock covers. And I wanted away. to go torture my children for a little while, you know, because they tortured me till midnight. But, and now I'm sitting here uh, when Carlos and I walked down at the end of the dock, and of course he took full credit for finding the giant bay uh, brim down there. Uh, we went down there, and I came back and I told uh, Double G, who, if you notice now, immediately his granddaughter's down there trying to catch it. She's in the wrong place, dude. But didn't wait. I tell you where it is? But wait, didn't? No, no, you gotta move. What, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Lily. Lily, you got to move over in that corner there, other side. <laughs> if she pulls that monster up, dude, well, I want a picture I, I, of that I went, one. I went over there and I she kicked some of the pellets. Some of the pellets that were on the. the That's what you were saying. Yeah, you yeah. kicked them in. And that thing came, me and Braden saw that thing come out and wolf a few pellets in, and it went right on there. I was like, I went, wow. whoa, that, that is like the biggest one I've ever seen in the wild. Over a pound. Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's so it, it's it, huge. It could potentially be winning the tournament. Dude, yeah, that, so you keep see, an eye on that bad boy. Dude, that was see these fish, man. I was talking about these eight inches, giant. eight nine inch. Oh, um, go ahead and leave. It's okay. I got this. Oh, you got fish. this now. Yeah, now you have it. No, I, I've always had, but you guys jerk. wanted it. So you're such a jerk. <laughs> such an this is gonna be like all day. You know that, right? <laughs> oh wait, all day. Wait, it's gonna go into next weekend too because Bill George is not gonna be here. He's oh, gonna lovely. be in Pennsylvania. Lovely. Oh, he's so got to get beat up again all he's next week. Listen, listen. He, he's got to go make his wife happy. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> so he got to make his wife happy. He's got to take her all the way up so, to Pennsylvania so you're saying to it's gonna be You and me next weekend, and you're going to beat me up all Saturday. Not really. If you keep talking over me like that, it'll just be me and myself. So it'll be all good. <laughs> oh, my so, God. You know, Wait. Wow. Who fired that shot? What's on the radio? <laughs> Are you really? You're leaving when? Thursday? Wednesday? I ble- Tuesday? I'm leaving Thursday. The twenty fifth. So you're gonna, not, you're gonna drive. You're not flying. No, we're flying. Why, why are you going so early? You said you're going for the weekend. We're going for. I told her we could turn around, go up for a weekend, maybe take a Friday off. You know, go up there, have a long weekend, and all of a sudden her schedule cleared up, and we're leaving on a Thursday, and we're coming back on a Monday. Wow! <laughs> all that for cake. All that for cake That's and ice cream. That's a lot. So wait, it's your wife's birthday, correct? It is. It is going to be my wife's birthday. So you're going to take her to the deep, dark wilds of Pennsylvania, the exciting woodlands of uh, the rolling hills of Central West uh, Pennsylvania for a birthday present? Yeah. yeah. Hey, bring us back a flying squirrel. A fly? You want a flying squirrel? Yeah, They're protected, I do believe. Oh well. Are they really? Yeah, when did that happen? Yeah, he's got them over there at the house. But but one might be able to be brought back. Oh, remember the one we found? We'll just say yeah, we'll yeah. just say it's a cat. You know, put it in a cat carrier <laughs> and bring it back for you. <laughs> well, since you're on the legal east side of things, let me a- ask you a question. What are the rules now pertaining? I mean, I think I know to a point, but what are the rules pertaining now to uh, the selling of wild uh, swine? You Once it's on your property and in a pen and being fed and properly maintained and all that stuff. What can the uh, what can a person do? Well, with you that can't pork? you can't unless you have the the permit. You can't transport a swine. He's got the permit. Alive. He's alive. got the permit. You yeah. can't. Yeah, but I'm saying the, the person purchasing it could not 
It would have to leave the property dispatched. I, dispatched. I, I think I informed him of that uh, very thing. But, but now, but that is that still okay to do? I mean, with the selling and all that stuff. It's of wild not a game, game animal. It's so, not a game animal. Right. It's considered to be property of d- the property d- domesticated, owner. Domesticated livestock. Agriculture. Right. So, but with the, his only concern was uh, with any disease portion or anything like that, it might be spreadable that if he would be liable for something like that. But I said, dude, the pork industry still, it happens in the pork industry with USDA regulations and everything else. So what's the big deal? I told him I'd ask you. I I don't know what his liability would be, you know. Are you selling it cleaned or are you giving it to him, you know, boom, there it's yours. And if you'd like some help cleaning it, I'll help you clean it. I mean, at that point, it's just, you know, a pet. <laughs> until, until it's laying in a cooler. It's yeah, a pet. If, you choose, yeah. if you choose to eat it. Now, if you're selling something for human consumption, then you have all the... FDA rules and saying. USDA rules. What and about donations? No. Money. Money. Well, if, if, you, if you have it, can I donate to you to get it so you can give it to your charity? No, you can, you can give this stuff all you want, but if he's selling it for human consumption, then then there's issues. Yeah, it's going to be uh, sounding kind of strange. Because then you have to have it processed in in the, in the you know, proper. Yeah. Well, in the facilities where it's uh, functionally, you know, sterile. So, and Bill, so when when he was saying, so if I I can't purchase it from you without you having your permits and your well, if you're purchasing it for human consumption, there's there's rules on the sale of meat for human consumption. You the could give, you could give them some meat, right? Like, hey, here's a here's a you know hind quarter, and but it, to sell it, that's a different story. It it, it when it's whole, it's one thing. When you start processing it and cutting it, that's a whole nother thing. Okay. That makes sense then. So, but the, the, the easiest thing is if you call up, the, the FWC is not going to have an issue with it. The one who's going to have an issue with it is the FDA, USDA type like agencies or the Department of Ag who regulates, you know, the food right. side of stuff. Well, that's the scary part. And, and I'm... Sure, if he turns around and can find a pay phone and go make a phone call from a, you know, different city, <laughs> he might call them up and ask them for their opinion. Drive down to Okeechobee to make a phone call? Hey, you don't want it being your number. Otherwise, you're the first one they're investigating. Yeah, good luck finding a pay phone. Well, let's see. There's one out there. I've seen one. I don't even I've never seen one again. Is it right in the jail waiting with the bail <laughs> box? <laughs> Yeah, no. You are receiving a call from a correctional facility. Will you accept the call? Yeah, I've seen those before. You know, it's funny. I don't know if that's a bad thing, but every I, I'm sitting here watching the table, and every time one of those balloons pops, it's amazing how many people jump. And we're the only people sitting at the table who don't move. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We're not, it's kind of a so, scary thing. We're so in tune to the uh, – Banging of things going off in the distance, and we're just like, well, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, when I was in New York, I would have okay. been under the table. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I've chilled out over here a little bit. <laughs> We'd be doing the shooting, if anything. So. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can't distinguish between a balloon and a firearm, it's pretty sad. Well, but, the balloon uh, guy, man, he's going to town. Dude, he's he's having to replace as many as he's blown up. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's blowing those up. <laughs> 
with his mouth. He doesn't have oh, a wait, there's that little breeze. Dude, there's a couple Good hundred Lord, balloons it's hot out here. there, man. It's not a breeze. <laughs> Double G just moved. <laughs> All of a sudden, man, those clouds went away. It got hot. Yeah, yeah well, hi, this is Florida. Welcome. I know it's your first day. I'm used to that sea breeze, man. <laughs> sea breeze. These thousand-year-old oak trees, they block a lot of wind. But it'll come up once the rain starts moving in at around 2 o'clock this afternoon. I think that's when they said it's supposed to get done. Bill George, what do you? I heard you talking to Carlos. Officially, he's going to be the weigh-in guy. You're not hey, Carlos, be- Carlos is here to help do the weigh-in. I know we didn't have Jonathan. We got George helping cook. We got your brother helping cook. I'll help weigh in, cook, whatever we need to. You know. Yeah, we got um, Glenn. We got everybody. Where here. did Bart get the uh, apron from? He brought it out of his car. Of Dude, course, he, of he course he did. That's he walked out to the I, cabin and comes back with a bag. He's got a whole bag oh, over there. Oh, chef's knives oh, and all that uh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he pulled out. He's his, not playing. He pulled out his Dexter kit. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that what it was? We're Dexter watching him. He was suiting up over there. Got the apron on, the gloves, the towel on the neck. He's good yeah. to go. Well, I tell you, Miss Miss Jonathan in the breakfast casserole this year. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, I know he's listening, and uh, you know we we pray that he gets out of there and gets home and gets done and gets healthy soon. And if anybody has any questions about it, uh, I would say go to our Big and Wild Facebook page, and uh, he laid it all out right there. So, so you don't have to keep hearing it from us. Uh, he got it in his own words right there. Yeah, it was probably the best way to do it. That way everybody gets all the information they need right there. First hand, not, not yeah. hearsay. Yeah, otherwise Bill George and I would be literally on the phone for the next three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> from people going, where's Jonathan? What happened to Jonathan? I heard something about Jonathan. Is Jonathan okay? It's, um, it's being handled. You know, he's got a very good uh, team of doctors and Got a very supportive system at home for sure, and family and friends around him in his church, and uh, he'll be he'll be he'll be good. Don't worry about it. All right, we're gonna take a real quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Stay right there. We'll be right back. I've got a good one. Oh, it still sounds fuzzy. It still sounds like we're chainsawed out here. Maybe if we whisper, we suddenly talk a little quieter. That's better. I can't do quiet. Sure. I can't. You can do it quiet. It's still a little fuzzy. But what do you expect? We're out here at the uh, Panavista Lodge, Lake Panasofsky, out in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, you know, broadcasting out here on some. Fax machine line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's not like the, uh, you know, the newfangled stuff anymore. I mean, yes, they have Wi-Fi out here for the cabins and all the other stuff, but we can't use our 4G connection out here. We literally have to run a hard wire. I think this is the only place we have to do a remote. <laughs> we have to run a hard wire. No, no, the, we did the one in the barn, remember? That, that was oh, a tough that, deal, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, the rain. Yeah, that, yep. was, that was tough. That was a well, tough deal. we were we were fine until... Uh, all the vendors out there were uh, swiping credit cards. Yeah, that's true. And then all of a sudden, Done. all the data and yeah. the, the one <laughs> cell tower out in the middle of nowhere is over and you know inundated with with uh, uh, orders for you know turkey calls. I think it overload. was smoke. It was on fire. <laughs> I, I literally, by the end of the day, when you see like fifty guys out there with their little uh, squares, you know, swipe swiping credit cards, and all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, our whole broadcast crashes yeah, down. Yep. 
Yeah, we were like, yeah, yeah, we're pretty much we're pretty much done because yep. we're not going to go there. And go, okay, guys, don't sell anything till we're all here. It was from it was from like the nine o'clock hour, right? Till so everybody's yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, well it was raining cats and dogs, and everybody was inside, right. and everybody was buying, and uh, yeah, just just crashed the system and all that stuff. Glenn, what are you doing so here? So next year, bring cash. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm so, waiting to. Why aren't you catching that big whopper Moby Dick one that's hanging <laughs> over there told by the you feeder? Where it is. You and Wyatt could go over there and clean up. Lily apparently uh, doesn't have the right bait. Spam. Don't have oh the spam. Well, apparently no. All it needs is a little bit of catfish feed floating. I'm t- dude, that sucker came out. Carlos and I both looked at each other and went, "What the? Are, look, I look are like we a on small air? Sheep. Yeah. Sheep okay. Said. Well, then what I always thought about doing was get me some cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. Yeah, the little marshmallows or whatever. That's that chocolate cover. That color of it, and drop it in, cause then it floats and it looks just like the feed. Cause you can drop stuff in there, and they'll flush up and look at it, and then say, "Hmm, it's not it. It looks That's like something good, good but it ain't something good." You know so what? If, I think I think a little hot glue, yeah. and one of those pellets that's on the thing. <laughs> Stick it on the hook. It might would work. You can rig it like a wacky worm, you yeah. know. Put that O ring yeah. on there and uh, hook it that way. Only bad thing about cocoa puffs is you only got about thirty seconds before they, they get, get a little softy and. That's why I say you got it. That's why I was thinking to. I haven't seen any of those chocolate-covered or the color marshmallows on the shelf anywhere. Oh, they used to make those. That's, That's right. Yeah. And, uh, and, That's uh, Count, Dra- Coco, right? Count Dracula. Well, no, I thought no, about no. them, but the they're little, smaller. The, but the marshmallows, the little chocolate marshmallows. They used to be uh, the, the brown ones, and I always thought, man, that would be the perfect thing. Is What if you did food coloring? You, you could probably do it. we got color. Bart over there. We can ask him to start putting something together and inject it with some brown dye but yeah i'm sure you know it'll float and it'll stay up long and then you could probably catch all the fish off of it and then there wouldn't be anything around to look at but well that's all right what here on this lake they uh they're constantly moving in and out you got all the river and the big lake they'll they'll find it you know they'll replenish but sooner or later i know you guys did a great job so far and wanted to mention all those sponsors that made it happen today and you know every little Every little bit goes a long way in this thing. And, uh, again, I just really want to thank uh, Sign Parrot for getting all these banners done. I mean, it was crunch time down to the last, waiting on product to show up in order to get those checks because them kids really like them checks that they, when they win, they have that big old cardboard check. And, again, I want to thank uh, Mr. John and Sign Parrot crew for getting that done. And, I mean, it was crunch time, 4 o'clock is whenever they were ready to be picked up. So, uh, again, for Sign Parrot and Lee Lures. And I think you had something to do with that too, Braden. I appreciate you getting with him and Jim. Well, I know Nancy, the and the, Nancy and crew over there, but I think, I think Jim, uh, Jim knew his daddy and everything else. I mean, their relationship with uh, Panasofsky is very long. Well, there's a lot of people thing. from that Tampa area that come up here, have little rental trailers, or come up camping. So you know, it's been a it's been a connection for community for generations. Apparently, yeah. I mean, this place has been here since the '40s, late '40s, and. So it's always uh, always got some great memories being developed, and uh, catfish Johnny's, you know that they really stepped up for us this year, um, and I want to just thank them, Mr. John down there, and uh, if you ever you ever down Interstate 75, looking for a place to get a get a good, I mean just to have that home down feeling, just to go in and see a lot of old stuff and a lot of memories, uh, just an unbelievable place if you look. And then, not just about seafood. They got some steak if you and chicken. Everybody's got chicken, but well, I uh, know we were up here uh, three weeks ago, and the kids and me and and Bart, and we swung in there, and of course it was right in the height of the C nineteen and 
Everybody was in there with their gloves and masks on. They put us back there in the in the uh, ballroom back there because we were the largest party to show up with seven people. <laughs> but, dude, it was still great service, still great food. You know, they had the disposable menus, all that kind of stuff. I mean, they kind of shortened it down, you know, during the, the crisis and everything. But food was still perfect, uh, still a, good. It's a and, great place. And, it's a great place. And, I want to go. They've helped us every single year. Uh, since, I mean, for the past six years. They've always stepped up. Great people. And, and the trophies, I know you guys probably looked at them already, but have you seen those? Have you had a chance to look at them? Yeah. What Who do you did think? those this year? It was uh, They were donated by Southern Fab. Uh, I believe that was the, the company right here locally. And i tell you what, man, that having that boat cut out with the little trolling motor on there with the silhouettes of a – looks like what appears to be a dad and a young kid in the boat and uh, with all the information underneath of it. Uh, I, I, man, I made me want to go fishing. I was like, <laughs> I want one of those. But, again, man, there's just so many people that have made this thing possible. And, again, we appreciate it. And and I just really want to reach out if you're driving through, coming in from wherever you're going, just swing by, take a look, put in a raffle ticket or two. Because, like I say, all that money and the proceeds, they go for a great cause. And Well, we had a couple of people who came by and asked what time the weigh-in was going to start. And uh, they just wanted to come and watch come and see what the fish are doing i said well don't just watch go through a couple of dollars there get some raffle tickets go there to silent auction just because you didn't fish in it today doesn't mean you can't walk away with some good prizes that's for sure and i tell you it, it's like every other fishing tournament every fishing tournament you see you always see the smiles the excitement that people have wanting to weigh in their fish their catch whatever it is but when you see a uh, hundred kids that's probably about what we have here today uh, when they come in with their boat, all different sizes. You got stump knockers, you got little brim, you got a mixture of everything. But they're keeping them and bringing them in because they just they're wanting to participate. And all those fish, we re, we put them in the live well over here in the uh, aerator tank, and whatever gets revived goes back into the water. And if whatever doesn't make it, well, guess what? I fillet them out, in the fryer. clean <laughs> them up, scale them. When, I think Bill brought a fryer, so he's planning on frying some fish here well, this afternoon. I, I will say that I went over to talk to Kelly and Jim a little earlier, and I said. Do you have a total count on anybody, how many bodies that we have? And she said, we have about 250 people. Uh, 79 boats were registered. Uh, they're not really sure if all of them are out on the water or not, but they know they're here, or at least we're on paper. And I said, man, dude, I think next year we're going to be looking at at least 100 boats. Ago. Jim said, I think we would have had 100 boats this year if it wasn't for the corona. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. I mean, seriously. Without I mean, a doubt. Last year was 73, and this year we had 77 sign up, 73 participated last year. Right. And uh, we've met that that same number. But I, the amount of kids that I saw this year. More. There's more kids. Totally exceeded the amount of adults, which is what we've been striving for since day one. We literally wanted to see – Two or three parents on a pontoon boat with seven or eight kids. That, that Some was, of them are here. Some of yeah. them have it. So yeah. uh, it's, it's going to be a great time. Like I say, when you see them kids come up here and and the, the smiles stretch their face from ear to ear when they hand that basket up to the scale, well, Carlos is going to be inundated with all that. He's going to have it. And, of course, I think you got some help. There's a there's a bass tournament guide here, or a guy that used to do a lot of tournaments and host the tournament. So uh, you got some you got some good help. Yeah, I've I've done them before. I bought a different shirt and some boots. <laughs> Carlos is the little, worst. You get a little fishy. <laughs> Carlos is the worst guy to have it to weigh in because he's going to be going, bro, dude, this one here. This is the one you need to weigh, man. You this can't do right that. Here. They got to pick no, your no, own. You need no, no. to do this one right I here, figured bro. When you said he brought his own boots, he bought some of it. Brought some of them white uh, oh, seafood yeah, the white fisherman boots. boots sure. And, 
got his no little head oh, nods the, either. Yeah, like, the, the Gorton's fisherman. <laughs> yeah. uh, one for you, no, two no. for me. Yeah, you got to let them pick what, what they're going to weigh in. And it's hard to pick between those fish. Oh, I know. It's not like a bass. Yeah, because they look know, a lot the same, you know. It could it, be an ounce. It could be a quarter ounce or wins. It. I've had it before where you have to put them on that little balance beam and, and see which bass is a little bit more. Holy when you, smokes. When, you, when you're trying to get a limit and, and, and weigh in and, and there's two real close ones there. So, wow, what the, what is that? I don't know. What are you looking <laughs> at? What is that? I don't know. Some sort of balloon animal thingy thingamopper. I mean, it's like there. a jungle gym or something. It's a boat. It's a boat. Yeah, it's, it's a, a boat. boat. Oh, 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 there goes another one bites the dust. Yeah, that, that guy's working out over there, man. He's, <laughs> he's going to need some oxygen before this is over with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now we got to also thank uh, Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment. They, they're in it again this year. They've stepped up again for – I mean, At least the fifth year big in a time. row. I mean, they've always they jumped in, and I know there's a, a lot of local ones here that are uh, local folks. Trinity Sportsman's Ministries they they stepped up this year. Yeah, and y'all be doing that Arrowhead. shoot here in September coming up. So. Arrowhead, uh, you know, Jonathan and all them guys, they all stepped up, and I mean everybody. I mean, Jim said I couldn't believe how many new people we had this year. That we you know we lost a few sponsors during the the C19. People were shut down or had to downsize or whatever, which we understand. But it was amazing how many people filled the void, you know, came in and filled that gap. Oh, you so. guys could almost th- – there was almost no space on the banner. Oh, yeah. It's, that whole bottom's full, man. The best it's part awesome. is that banner can grow. and we, we yeah, that's true. you got to you know, get to the next size. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, a, it's, it's grown over the years. There. But, again, uh, man, Even guys, GMB through something in there. Yeah, I, I don't want to take up the rest of your time, but I know it's uh, closing out. You? Cause you, you're not part of the show? You're only you? a couple of minutes from close out. So? Keep yapping, yeah, keep name, yapping and name, flapping. Yeah, name those people, man. We haven't had you on the show in what a month. It's been a, it's been a little while. It's been a little while. So you got a lot of talking to do. We're gonna go get a popsicle. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, uh, I appreciate everybody coming, Vince and Carlos, for really stepping in the gap, filling the gap for us here with uh, some areas that needed some assistance, and uh, we appreciate that. And um, again, Braden, I know you got the whole family, man. They're they're looking forward to this day. They look forward to every year. I think this is like your annual vacation to get to come up and yeah. and enjoy it. And uh, this afternoon is the best time, about six o'clock when it cools down, everything's quiet. <laughs> then you can just kick back and relax and, and and eat the fish that somebody else caught for me. But I turn them, I turn them loose and I tell them don't come back till you got seven eleven foot. Yeah, so that'll be about twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean I want I want them dirty feet, man, out here walking around out here and doing their thing. And uh, after seeing those brim that are hanging out at that feeder, those boys weren't there last night because oh, them, really? people, them people were fishing hard out here last night. And they were catching some big ones, but they were out farther. And I don't know if it's because they went off this morning or whatever, but they seem to be congregated over around that area. Well, they've seen, all these, they've seen all the props in the water and figured under the dock was the best place Somebody's to be. <laughs> the safest place to be is right over here. Follow me. I know I know what I'm doing. Don't go to the big water. No, stay away from there. Are you guys going to get a chance to go out this afternoon, or are you done? You're going to be screwed. In this is the first wrong. year I didn't even bring a boat, to tell you the truth. Uh, uh, first year didn't because, you know, Johnny's got his new one over there from G5. And, yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to probably use it. But, yeah, we're looking to do something. Got that sweet white low boat, man. That thing is holly. Yes, it is. It's nice. Well, again, I want to thank you guys. G5 Feeding Outdoors, Brandon Ford, Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment. Go for it. Johnny's. There's just so many on there. (laughs) But, again, uh, I appreciate all the support. You're very welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, man, we'll do it again next year. We still got time. You got time to get up here. Bigger and better. Look it up.